0: The Fontenelle Final Bell podcast is presented by Fontenelle Hybrids, the solutions you need, the relationships you trust.
1: It's the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network as we look at not only the market happenings of today, but really the entire week. I'm Susan Littlefield here on the Rural Radio Network, and Troy Nielsen joins us with Smart Yield. Took a little uh, vacation hiatus, so good for you. Spending some time with the family. Welcome back. And I jokingly, before we started the final bell, said, boy, you picked a great time to come back. And I meant that tongue-in-cheek because it is another, and it's been like this all week long, Troy, of just lower grain numbers. And we saw that again today in the marketplace.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate those comments. It it is great to be back, Um, you know, coming back to um, declining market values and guys are having trouble getting crops in the field um of course uh, we've had some weather issues of course that have been pretty severe in central nebraska and so that's been there's been some real challenges out there for um guys and some of them are our direct clients that are having um challenges whether it's with livestock which are huge challenges and then and they've had big losses but also in you know their some of their fields are pretty messed up and it's they're having trouble getting to their fields. so it's a tough year. It's been a challenging year um, on the markets. Um, I think for the last 15 months, we've been anticipating some a trade deal with China, and it kind of come down to the last minute here this um, this week um, in the last days, I should say, and it, it didn't get put together yet. And, and and President Trump said this several months ago: until there's a trade deal, there is no trade deal. And and, you know, it could be announced at any minute now, but as of right now, we don't have one. And so we did um, impose tariffs again at midnight last night. Additional tariffs, that is, about $200 billion on their products coming in. So um, there would more than likely be some retaliation um, from China for that. And so that didn't go well. On top of that... Um, you know we had weekly export report come in this morning and and those numbers were not not very good uh exports were below trade x expe- expectations for corn soybeans and wheat um so so that wasn't good uh that was pretty much overshadowed by uh tariff talk and and uh trade agreements um but there was a port export report this morning then we did have uh usda report at 11 o'clock this morning and i you know i i'm Putting out a pretty negative tone here, but then the um, the, the eleven o'clock USDA report um, came out negative as well, and we can jump into that balance sheet here here in just a few minutes. But the positive spin on it, we've had some pretty bearish um, issues going on, and all coming um, together here at the end of this week. Um, and yet at the same time, soybeans ended up three and a half lower today, just a couple cents off their lows. Uh, the, I thought the shining star a little bit, if there was one, is the corn market. Um, we put in new contract lows at 365 and three quarters on that new crop, but we closed a nickel off of that, a nickel higher. You know, so um, it, it, we did come back pretty well off, off those lows on the corn market.
1: So let's rewind a little bit. Let's go back to the the talk about until we have a trade deal, we don't have a trade deal. We know the markets have continued to watch it. We've got producers that are very frustrated, and it's a blame game on both sides of the fence, some blaming the president for all this, some blaming those in Washington and those in China for all of this. But as you look at the market trade and the discussion of the trades, has it really opened up maybe some new opportunities for us in some of the global yeah, markets we haven't looked at?
0: You bet, you bet it has, and and I think our um, uh, I think our government officials have have been very proactive here as of recently um, going after other countries, for example, um, uh, Japan and more inroads into Mexico, and then we're trying to find um, uh, additional avenue or new avenues, and then and create more business with some existing you know countries, and so I think they're doing a good job of trying to. Um, um, develop more export business for, for our trade at this time and not just simply rely on China, that's for sure.
1: So looking at uh, beyond the trade that's been going on and we look at the export markets, I guess that still is part of the trade action, but numbers today, as you mentioned, were not good. They were poor weekly export sales. Give me your thoughts on those.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, one one note I would make on that is we there's the trade expectations and then, there's reality, and sometimes uh, trade expectations, in my opinion, can set us up for a more bearish outlook or more b- bullish outlook. In this case, I think it came to fruition. I think we we were well below trade expectations, and um, it wasn't even close, to be real honest. And so that's pretty bearish, um, in my opinion, or continued bearish, bearishness. That's not new news, but it's kind of continued. At the same time, the U.S. dollar... Um, the last week of April topped out so far on the June dollar and has been moving lower. Now, we don't know yet if that's just a correction in what will continue to be a higher move in the dollar or if that was the top. If it was the top and we can and start trending this dollar lower, I would anticipate seeing higher exports in the near future. Um, you know, So I think there's a little bit of a, a, a bright light there also, and that's with the U.S. dollar potentially.
1: So you talk the U.S. dollar. Let's look at the South American currency because it continues, even as their harvest is wrapping up, to be on the cheaper side.
0: Yeah, that's right. And we're, we're competing with the American crops right now. Um, that are hitting the world market. Um, and so they, they've got a, an abundance, of course, and they had good good harvest. And so we are competing with those, and that, that hits every year at the same time. We knew that was coming. Um, and But the currency um, valuation comparison, um, I would go back and say, you know, the, the timing on this was really interesting because our dollar topped out at the third week of, of April, um, and, and our futures market was tr- trending lower, um, we still were not able to compete. And then I think that's really um, telling in our export business.
1: Well, folks, we've got more coming up. It is the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Rural Radio Network. Great. Welcome back to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield. Troy Nielsen joins us with Smart Yield. And as we take a look at the markets, we've been talking a little bit about what we'd seen when it came to exports and the dollar issues. But when we looked at the numbers for a Friday, you talked about them, Troy, coming in at contract lows. But still, if we can throw in a little bit of optimism, they didn't finish there.
0: Yeah, I think that's right, Susan. That's the optimistic side I see also um, and for example, new crop, December corn, uh had a low and a new contract low this morning of three sixty five and three quarters and we closed at um three seventy and three quarters. So we're off the off the two cents down to the day, and nickel off the low. So on the chart it kinda of puts a tail down there. And a lot and, and technically we're very heavily oversold. We put a tail um, on the bottom of this thing and te- typically what you're going to see from there is uh, if not the market low so I think um, that's very um, possible at this time especially coming into this time of year is typically when you can see these um, um, lows put in uh, and and start trending higher and then on on soybeans you know much of the same actually um, type of action you saw new contract low um, now, we didn't come off of it quite as as sharp as we did in the corn market. We're only a couple cents off below on the close, on the settlement price. Uh, but it did come off there a little bit. And again, we're heavily oversold on the technical action um, on on corn and beans.
1: We did have a WASDE report that came out. Any surprises for you when you look at those numbers?
0: You know, uh, I, I wasn't real surprised by the numbers. Um um but but actually actually I, I um, wasn't all I, I didn't think that this, the futures market responded too bad um, with the numbers that we saw And what I'm getting at is on on the stocks to use, which is the bottom line number we had an increase in, on soybeans and stocks to use on um, US stocks to use and we also had an increase on world stocks to use and so that's the bottom line and that typically Turns them slower. It did, but not like I think um, these types of numbers very well could have. Um, USDA finally addressed you know the slow export pace by cut, cutting the you know the 2018-19 exports by 100 million on soybeans. Um, and went straight to the Indian stocks number, you know, pushing him up to like that 995 million bushels. Um, 69 million bushels of the average trade estimate. So that should have been pretty bearish on the soybeans and um you know three to four lower really um in my opinion respond, the futures responded fairly well to that. Um when you jump into the corn, um, you know, I think yes you, you saw the stocks to use increase on corn. Um you also saw on that US and you saw the increase uh, stocks use on the world. Um, you know, that's, that's higher than expected. Um, South American production thrown in on top of that, you know, that helped cause, you know, a bearish report, um, you know, new, new contract lows, you know, the world ending stocks at 325 million tons, you know, that was outside of the trade estimate, um, on the bottom side. So, you know, I think this break that we saw down here, um, today would be well justified with the numbers that came out, um. At the same time, you always, the old saying, buy the rumor, sell the fact, may have come into play also. And I, I'm surprised corn being torn down sharper than they were, along with the wheat market. And so, if it's a buy the rumor, sell the fact, maybe this is already built into the market. And that's the optimistic side of this also. But I think that's possible.
1: Well, we've had such doom and gloom, especially in the way these markets have been lately, and we've really talked about it today. But you say there's some opportunities, Troy, out there in this market. So where do we go look for them?
0: Yeah, you bet. You've got to look for opportunity every day. And the opportunity with low futures price, of course, and every farmer will tell you um, that the opportunity right now is to go shop some bases on unsold bushels, if you had some unsold bushels in the bin, or if you're looking for new crop sales to get started there, of course, um, or to look, lock some basis on something that you already have hedged on new crop, which we do, um, that lower futures is usually when you see a little bit better opportunities on basis. So I would get out and look at some basis contracts, either locking it on some bushels you already have and re it on the board, or simply go out and get some basis locked up for new crop. So there's your opportunity, in my opinion.
1: As we see and and get into this rest of this planting season, we know many folks have got corn in the ground. They're working on the soybeans or just starting on the corn in some areas. Anything else that they really need to focus on for marketing plans for 2019?
0: Yeah, great great heads up on that, Susan. um, It's not too late to get a plan in place. Um, Hopefully better opportunities are ahead of us here in the next 30 to 90 days. That's typically where our markets are made and the best opportunities are, um, take place.
1: What is the best way for folks to get a hold of you, Troy? Yeah, just call our office in Kearney, Nebraska at
0: 308-234-6805.
1: Thanks so much, Troy Nielsen, joining us today. It is the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network, brought to you by Fontenelle and all the local dealers.
0: Thank you, Susan, for that, the latest round of the Fontenelle Final Bell. Catch the entire week's Fontenelle Final Bells by visiting the podcast page at krvn.com. And also want to give a shout-out to all of our Grand Island listeners listening on 98.5 on the FM dial today. We hope you enjoyed the Fontenelle final bell as well. It is 2.32. Coming up, we're going to check in with Fox Business. Stocks making a rebound today, even though the Chinese trade delegation team is back on a plane bound for China. Not a lot of forward progression coming out of these talks, especially with new tariffs going into place. But the stock market found confidence in something.